Hello, guys. Welcome to the Spike Nerd Culture Creative Leadership Podcast. I am your host, Steve, and today we have Beulah. Today's topic is fast fashion. Okay, guys, honestly, I did not know what fast fashion was until, you know, I was talking to one of our creative directors, Jonathan, and he was like, hey, I want you to talk about fast fashion. And then I was just on the IG, you know, on the gram, just like all of us, you know, just scrolling around. And I saw that Beulah's company organization that she runs, you know, um, she had put a post about fast fashion. It was probably about a few days after the conversation I had with Jonathan. So I contacted the Beulah and I was like, Beulah, you have to talk to me about this because I don't even know what fast fashion is. I don't know when, you know, when you hear fast fashion, there's no, I know fast and fashion, but I don't know what those two together, you know, mean. And so that's kind of how this podcast came to be. And so I'm excited to introduce you guys to my friend Beulah. So Beulah, you know, can you introduce yourself, like what you do and also like why you're passionate about the fashion world? Okay. Hello, Steve. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be on this podcast. Thank you, Steve, first of all, uh, for inviting me here. It's a pleasure to speak and talk to you about fast fashion. A little bit about me. I'm Yula John, as you have already told, and I'm a fashion designer by profession. And I run two companies, a fashion brand known as Shop for Asha and a garment factory known as Asha Garment Factory. Coming to your second question as to why I'm so passionate about fashion. Uh, honestly, Steve, <laughs> I really do not have an answer to that because it was something that I was just drawn to, uh, you know, since I was a kid. Basically, since I was six years old, uh, I loved drawing. I loved sketching. And then when I moved on to the sixth grade, for some reason, I started uh, loving to draw sketches of fashion garments. Uh, I loved getting to know what is trendy, what is not. And it was something that I was just drawn to. It was not something that, you know, uh, grew on me. It was something that just happened out of the blue. And ever since then, I could not stop. And hence, that became like my career path. And it's all that I do now with both my companies. And so, yeah, that is why I became passionate about uh, fashion. Come on. So it's been like something that you've been passionate for years. Yes, absolutely. And I don't even know why, but it's just something that is in me that, you know, draws me towards that path. Dude, come on. So let's get to the topic. Beulah John, what is fast fashion? <laughs> okay. So like you said before, it's basically just those two words, fast and fashion. Uh, it's basically when these uh, big manufacturers and big brands mass produce uh, you know, garments that are cheap, poor quality and are disposable. So basically what they do, uh, they produce fashion fast enough to keep up with the trends. And because everybody needs a new garment every two weeks, every week, uh, they make it disposable so that they can leave the old garment and buy a new garment. And I'll tell you why this is happening. Now with everything going online, uh, everybody wants something trendy. Firstly, maybe to put it on the gram or on Snapchat and everything, everybody wants something new to wear for like a party or a social gathering and all of that. And also everybody wants to be trendy. 
because uh, you know as you know trends change every month every week in fact uh, two months ago maybe flared sleeves was in fashion right now people are not even wearing sleeves because tank tops are in fashion so in two months they want to throw away all that they bought like in flared sleeves and buy something that is trendy that maybe a tank top so because of which the fashion industry as a whole is churning out billions of garments every year in fact uh, a survey reported that in a year uh, the fashion industry churns out 80 billion garments a year and this is actually 400% more than what the fashion industry used to produce 20 years ago and you know what that averages up to that every person is wearing a garment only for an average of 10 times and then she throws it away and buys the next garment so because of this uh, the fashion industry the fashion brands and manufacturers are producing garments uh, you know uh, extremely fast and mass producing garments and hence the word fast fashion came to be wow 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 so like what would you say so you're saying um i know you mentioned that with social media like instagram facebook and just the idea of like everything being digital that's kind of been like one of the driving forces to this fast fashion trend like because everyone is like maybe having this comparison like oh you see what the trends are and you are wanting to catch up to that so what other is it just this digital media kind of like you know trend or like are there any other factors that have kind of led for the fashion industry to kind of fall into this you know fast fashion you know i mean i personally i mean of course many people might have different views but i personally would say that everything becoming digital did have like a lot of impact on this uh, because i'll tell you something like 5 to 10 years back or even 15 years back uh, there was only two seasons in uh, any you know there were two fashion seasons every year that is a spring summer collection and there is a, a winter collection so most fashion brands you know make two collections every year put it out and then people buy that and then they wear it throughout the year but what has happened is uh, because of social media because they see a lot of movies they see a lot of things that the actors and actresses are wearing they see a lot of bloggers what are they wearing uh, people want to keep up with trends faster so what happens is uh, a brand which used to have one collection uh, every 6 months now would have uh, you know would put out multiple collections like say every 2 weeks or 3 weeks have new garments on their stores on their websites only because they know that the needs of the customers are also evolving that fast right now uh, nobody wants to go back to a site uh one month later and see the same garments on the side they want something new every time they want to buy something for the next party they want to be like you know the actor they just saw in the movie or a blogger a fashion blogger that they follow on instagram you know they want to keep up better and hence uh they see what the world is having and they want that too and hence you know they are buying more and because they are buying more they are disposing more and that is why because there is a demand the fashion industry is producing that much more every year Wow, wow, wow. So it's 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 pretty much still around media. So like you believe so cuz like I I love what you're bringing up to the topic is we're really being influenced by what we see, you know? And by whether it's like TV, I like like the fashion blogger. So like really everything is kind of been pushed 
So I would say like you would probably agree to the fact that the trends of like everything being very like accessible to us, like as far as like digital media has driven this trend, right? Or would you say otherwise? No, absolutely. I would completely agree in what you just said. I mean, there might be other factors as well, but as much as I've understood uh, about fast fashion, I think this is one of the main driving factors. Awesome. Awesome. So let, let's jump to now, how does uh, fast fashion affect communities? How does it affect, you know, um, us? How does it affect the, the communities we live in? How does it affect the manufacturers? You know, how does it affect the people who work in these manufacturing plants? Because I know, you know, um, that we see this all the time. You'll see this, you know, where famous athletes, famous, you know, actors, they'll have that, you know, I don't know, once in a, you know, once in a month moment where they're like, you know, the Uyghurs in China, you know, they're used to mass produce like Nike stuff or, you know, Vietnam, you know, you always see this kind of like abuse, right? So how, how does this relate to fast fashion? How is this trend affecting communities, people's lives and all that? Okay. Uh, so fast fashion basically has two kinds of effects. One it affects the people who are working in the fashion industry. Yeah. Okay, that mm -hmm. is one. And that is what you just mentioned, affecting that community. And it also has an adverse effect on, uh, you know, uh, the environment. So there are two kinds of effect that fast fashion actually has. Now coming firstly to the community, let me talk about that and let me explain how that happens. Now, like I told you already, the demand for uh, new fashion is growing every day, every week, every month. So brands now want to produce more than, that, than they wanted to produce before. Now, as the demand of this is increasing because the buyers are buying more because what they were buying, you know, say probably they would buy three garments a month. Right now, they might be buying five to ten garments a month. So now they want the same garments at a lesser price, right? So now these big brands have to uh, reduce the price, but still increase the quantity. Now, what happens when they, uh, when they do that? Now, manufacturers have to reduce the price. So they go back, I mean, brands have to reduce the price. So they go back to the manufacturers. They say, what we used to sell in $10, now we want it, say, in $5. Now, what happens now, the manufacturer cannot reduce the price of raw materials. That is, they cannot reduce how much fabric costs because inflation is increasing. And in fact, the prices of fabrics are going up right now. Secondly, uh, they do not want to cut down on their profit margin because if I'm getting uh, $0.5 on a product, I still want to make that profit margin of $0.5. I do not want to reduce that. So what is left? They try to reduce costs on their labor. So that is the adverse effect. So what they do is they try to get cheaper labor to get the same work done. So if they were paying a person, uh, this is just a, a number I'm throwing out there, it's not an exact number, but if they were paying a person $8 per day, now they're uh, trying to pay them say $5 or $3 per day because they have to produce more quantity, but at a lesser price. Now what happens? Uh, now, in fact, 
clean clothes a campaign a survey done by clean clothes say that 93% of brands because of this culture are not paying their uh, suing partners even living wages that wow. is the the wages that they need to survive a, a a suing partner is not even getting that in fact uh, a report by fashion revolution says that this number is as high as 98% so wow. which means even if we take an average of both these surveys which means that only 2 to 7% of garment workers in the entire fashion uh, industry is getting living wages everybody else that is the rest of the 93 or the 98% is getting uh, wages that they cannot even survive it so that is one of the huge adverse effects that you know fast fashion has on uh, you know the community now the second thing what the manufacturer does now of course they reduce the wages but uh, they will reduce the quality of the facility also that they have to provide these sewing uh, you know partners or uh, garment workers you know uh, they 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 will not have well uh, you know um, well ventilated rooms the lighting will be bad Uh, or uh, they will even have child labor involved getting this done or uh, where, where a person that needs to be working only 7 to 8 hours per day they push them and make them work 10 hours 12 hours 13 hours 14 hours way beyond what they are supposed to be working so they are reducing the wages but they are also reducing the facilities that they are giving it so it's it's basically like you already mentioned places like vietnam some places even in india some places in sri lanka places in china the quality of sewing partners and the quality of life of these people become so low and so drastic so it's just it's you know it's hard breaking that to see the kind of conditions these uh, people work in and that is one of the biggest adverse effects that fast fashion has on uh, you know the garment industry wow now secondly uh, like i said i wouldn't go into this much but because we are i do not know how much time we have uh, but it also has an adverse impact on the environment now you are producing like i said i told you you are producing uh, uh, you know 80 billion garments per year but it takes 200 years for a garment to actually decompose in the environment so that much waste is being produced in the environment with uh, with every you know single day we uh, you know produce or we promote fast fashion that much waste is being uh, created in the environment not only physical waste but also a uh, you know wastage of water chemicals used in the garment industries all of this create a huge uh, adverse effect on the environment that we live in so it's bad for the uh, community that is the garment manufacturing community but also bad for uh, you know uh, the environment as that we live in dude i <laughs> I love talking to you about this like my heart is just like heavy because I think you know you don't sometimes realize how your habits are affecting the environment how they are affecting other people and sometimes it can feel like um I don't know uh stuck you know because I know 
these bigger brands, the bigger the brand, right? They're not, you know, if if 98% or even, I mean, 93 or 98, it's not that big of a difference, you know? Um, yeah. You know, 98 to 97, you know, 93 to 98% of like these companies are not paying living wages. They're abusing the system. So that means like we're all complicit. So like, how do you reconcile that Beulah like what do you say to people so the listeners who are listening right now what do you think what do we do what do we do what is there to do okay so now when when you talk about the solution for this and these are words that people have been hearing for years in fact I mean it's not a new thing but I think definitely people are catching on to it and it is uh, people are becoming more aware. There are two main concepts that, uh, you know, uh, are prevalent uh, that is a counterpart to, I mean, uh, you know, counters fast fashion. One is ethical fashion and the other is sustainable fashion. Now, what is ethical fashion? Basically, the term ethical fashion means that any garment produced by the brand or, uh, you know, by the manufacturer from the day, uh, you know, the fabric is, uh, you know, fiber is grown for the fabric to the day that it actually reaches the final uh, customer. Everything is done ethically and every person in the middle being the sewing partner, the manufacturer, the middlemen are not taken advantage of. That means all of them are provided fair minimum wages. All of them are uh, provided with fair working hours. There is no child labor in any form that exists. And they are given safe working conditions to produce whatever they're producing. So that is the term that is ethical fashion. Now the second term, and this is a term that big fashion brands are actually using that we are a sustainable brand, we are doing this, we are doing that, but actually they might not be. And I'll, here's why I'll tell you. And here, I'll tell you why. Now, sustainable fashion basically means that in the entire process, you're not doing harm uh, to us, uh, you know, to the environment. Basically, uh, if you are using, uh, if you're making a t-shirt, instead of making a polyester t-shirt, that is synthetic fiber, you use a cotton t-shirt, which is, which degrades uh, better and is better for the environment. And then, you know, from, from there to the end, you do not use chemicals while washing your garments. You know, you reduce the usage of water while, you know, washing your garments. So basically doing as less harm to the environment as possible in the entire process is known as sustainable fashion. So these wow. are two terms. Now, uh, yeah. Now remember when I told a lot of brands, they say they might be sustainable, but they really are not because they all say we are a sustainable brand. We are doing this. We are doing that. They might be using the cotton, the right kind of cotton or the right kind of fabric, and hence they are saying they are sustainable. But everything else in between, you know, uh, from the water amount of water they use to the chemicals, uh, you know, sent in the environment. 
or to the processes that is uh, you know how they are manufactured and in the condition is not at all ethical or sustainable so they just have that one thing that i am using this uh, fabric hence my clothing line is sustainable that's not how it works you have to make sure that everything in between is also sustainable and ethical so basically they say they are sustainable but they aren't really following through on the promise that they are showing out in the ads and all that they are telling us wow so like yeah i mean i really 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 love like what you're saying because it's actually really challenging to me because it's like a world i'm not used to and like i love having someone like you who is like really looking deeply into these things and 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 challenging all of us honestly how we look at you know um you know the clothes we wear um ethical you know fashion to sustainable fashion and um how do we you know like help be you know solution makers instead of just creating a problem and i'm excited to actually bring you back i want to bring you back for a second conversation on how you are being a solution to this how your uh, company is being a solution to this problem and and to even talk more about what does ethical fashion mean you know what does sustainable fashion mean you know and um thank you so much Beulah for being with us thank you for joining us and educating us um and i'm excited to learn more about this and uh to our followers and everyone you know um if you have any questions for Beulah um please you know like uh dm us or uh, just like write to us and we can connect you to her uh Beulah is there anything that you want to just like say at the end here um is there anything else that you want to add before we close Ah, I would just say that I had lots of fun having this conversation with you, Steve, uh, and I love being a part uh, of this, and I can't wait to do the second part of this. Awesome, awesome. Well, with all that, uh, we just say bye, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye.